pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands liberty and justice for all. We all, we all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're going to need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands. and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. 
Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate. And your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I can't hide myself. I don't expect you to understand. I just hope I can explain what it's like to be a man. It's a lonely road And they don't care about what you know It's not about how you feel But what you provide inside that home Being a man is what you make it 
You can't always live up to expectations You try to please everybody while you struggle so you fake it And end up out of balance, compromising situations As a good man, uh, do what he should, man I give everything he has and do everything he could, man You might find yourself feeling all alone Inside a house you built that you don't recognize as home and that's what my daddy told me And I'll tell my son the same Now that I'm older I relate And I actually feel his pain He never cried, he might have lied But he did not complain And he said, son, one day you'll have to do the same I get emotional when I stop and think And I look around Beyond the county lines of my small town I think about all the men out there Who feel like I do now Who are screaming on the inside But won't ever make I a sound I don't expect you to understand I just hope I can explain What it's like to be a man It's a lonely road And they don't care about what you know It's not about how you feel But what you provide inside that home Don't give up, keep fighting as a man, our son is our horizon And our father's actions play a role And we end up like them So they can't let us see them hurt Cause we'll embody what they do And start a generational curse No wonder most men are so depressed All the things that they can't express They go to war, get thrown on the shelf Then go back to war with their mental health Then grab that bottle and ask for help Try to pull themselves out of hell Then fall back down and then realize That they're gonna have to do with themselves It's the circle of life as a man add to that because um, there's one part of that song that I completely disagree with listen if you're keeping your mouth shut now it's too fucking late now is the time to be loud now is the time to be angry now is the time for your voice to be heard if we're not heard we will never get or accomplish what we want the problem is is our generation I should say our parents' generation. And I'm sorry for those of you who are in our parents' generation who are awake like us. So, for instance, like Crazy Chuck, you're like 71 years old, dude. You're as old as my dad almost. Fucking A, dude. You're about eight years short, but you're almost no, as old not. as my dad. He's as old as my dad. Yeah, he's old as your dad. Yeah, my dad's much older. Yeah. Anyway, 
they kept their mouths shut. They were quiet. They didn't say anything. They may have raged inside. They may have been loud inside, but they didn't say anything for us. Now we have to say something for our kids and our parents' generation. We have to speak loud enough that everybody hears that no more. We're done with this woke crap. We're done with this bullshit where you get to tell us what we got to do. No, 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 no. And that's not the way this country was founded. That's not what we believe. And we don't want to hear excuses either. Like, don't sit there and say, oh, well, they didn't have podcasts in, in your parents' generation. They couldn't, you know, bullshit get the radio. There. So listen, so we, we started watching um, All the Light You Cannot See, which I read the book and it's fantastic. World War II based drama. And you this, started watching. I started watching. I was about to say, I didn't and, watch and it. Mick, well, he was sitting out there for a few minutes with me on the porch and watching. He was it. going to bed. And this this blind girl is reading a book. Shit, I was higher than a kite and on, getting ready to go to a, sleep. On a ham radio. And he looks at me and he goes, She's doing a podcast. Yeah, it was the first one. Yeah. I mean, it'd it be the initial. It was in 1943. Yeah. And it's all based on a true story, too. Yeah, so. off of a short ham radio. Mm -hmm. Ham radio is going to be the future, folks. If you mm -hmm. don't have one, get one because you're going to need one. And, and there's a lot of people out there. And I don't give a fuck who you are, a truck driver, a goddamn fucking motorist on the road. Every truck driver will tell you that the ham radio is going to be the key communication equipment of the future. Anyway, Tell you want me. to introduce us? Anyway, yeah. Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. Lynn. Hello, Patriot. I, I love that song other than that because it tells you to be a man. And mm -hmm. look, hey, you don't get we don't get a instruction manual, guys. You figure this shit out as you go. It's true for ladies too. So, look, there's no instruction manual. You've got to tell your kids how to be men. You know what I've learned? My dad showed me more without saying anything than anything I ever learned that he told me. I watched my, my father drive a nail, a 13-penny nail, through the backside of his hand with a nail gun. You know what my dad did? He pulled the nail out. And he said, well, I guess that one's not going to work. And he threw it away and he put another nail in. He didn't scream. He didn't carry on. He didn't go around screaming like a little bitch. He was like, well, I guess that nail's not going to work. Where did that go? I once put a broken antenna radio through or radio antenna through the top of my foot buried it like a good six inches into my foot basically did the same thing <laughs> no that's not the same thing it pierced his whole hand uh -huh. it went through his hand yeah it was in the piece of wood and he picked the piece of wood up with his hand still attached to it and he said well i guess that's not going to work i put this much of a piece of metal into my foot yeah he put one through his exactly until you put it's it through thing. until you put it through your hand Mm -hmm. I mean, and then you pick it up and you go, well, that's not going to work. Shit. Fuck. And then you pop the nail out with a hammer. I, I'm sorry. There's not a lot more that you can teach someone other than don't bitch when it sucks. And when it does suck, find some humor in it. That's the point. That's what life's about. Look, dark humor sucks and you all hate it. But look, some of the happiest people I know revel in dark humor. Well, revel in it. 
Why? Because that's where we live. Because when you see the dark shit that I've seen and you eventually just fucking take it all in and say, well, fuck it. There's got to be something funny in here. Well, at least that guy's not going to need his head anymore. I just took it off. All right. He'll be good. Leo, what crawled up your ass and died today, darling? Seriously. First, you say you're you're tired of the, the foreplay. So the all intro, are... all the bullshit. No, no, the, the intro and all that. And then we get to the, you know, to talking and he's, it's not all about you guys. Well, it, it is. It's our show. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. Wow. I mean, we know you, we, you know, we love you, Leo, but uh, seriously, what crawled up your ass today, Leo? Having a rough day. Um, let him answer. Cause hey, I'm going to not an argument. I know. Unless there's another side. I gotcha. Anyway, moving right along. Maybe he's just hangry. Maybe Sparky's right. Maybe Leo just wants dinner. Maybe. He could. He could just want dinner. Maybe. We got a ton of shit, though. There's been a lot that came out in the last 48 hours. Not really any good. Not Nothing really anything special. I got some funny shit, too. Because um, I, I did find a lot of... Actually, we probably could start out with some of the funny shit, because... Okay, well, hold on. The first one should be no, no, go way down to the bottom. No, no, go no, down to the I bottom, them, please. I have them too. I have a bunch of them. The one that you sent me, I already had, oh, okay. so I didn't All right. redo it. Okay. Chill. All right. Chill. Chill. All right. Okay. Because um, that one was fucking hysterical when I saw that. I was laughing my balls off. And you notice I took the sound away. Uh, how, did, how did you do that? Aha. I am slick. Slick, slick, slick. That's, that's, uh, I don't like that. How did you do that? Now you got to show me what you did because now I don't like that. I, I did, I don't, I couldn't hear it when I listened to, I think three shows ago. I know. So I wasn't really angry about it anymore because you can't hear it. It doesn't, it's only to us. It's not to them. Mm -hmm. So they can't hear that when you bring it up. I know. Well, I know that's cool. Hear it. I, I didn't know that, but it does fuck me up when you start playing this shit and I can't turn it down fast enough. That does fuck me up. Because there's oh, okay. No shit hugs, Leo. Don't worry about it. it. It's all good, bro. Everybody has a bad day. Look, everybody's allowed to. Guess what? We live in America. We're allowed to. We're allowed to have a bad day. Even Sparky's allowed to have a bad day and he lives in Scotland. Shit. I don't know. I, I think I don't I, think Sparky's allowed to have a bad day. I, I think I saw one Not of the funniest things I've ever seen today. So I was on the highway today. And you know, when a truck drivers, and I know we got a bunch that listen to us, truck drivers, guys, do you know when a truck drivers finally hit the point of fuck it? You've seen drivers do this before, throw their hands in the air, right? truck drivers i'm talking about truck so i'm on the highway today i'm driving down the road and i swear to god this guy kept trying to cut off this 18 wheeler i don't know for what whatever reason this fucking dude in this little geo metro kept trying to cut off an 18 wheeler for some reason well he cut him off too close the driver threw up his hands right before the accident the last thing i saw was the geo metro getting pulverized into a piece of little metal and I was kind of like, hey, that guy's done fucking I, I stopped. I stopped and talked to the cops. I told the cops what I saw because that asshole fucking like swear to God jumped in front of this truck. And this guy's hauling. He's got like uh, it was all trees, but he's got at least 10,000 pounds worth of trees on this truck. 
at least at a minimum. There is no doubt in my mind because the center bracket on that on that tree transport that was carrying all these trees, it was sagging in the middle. And I was like, God damn, that thing's loaded the fuck up. He can't stop on a dime. This dumb Geo Metro, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the truck driver's fault. I don't know if it was Geo Metro's fault. But when I see a truck driver go like this, that means he's hitting his brakes and he's not stopping. And this bitch got in front of him and all I saw was the metal crumple. And I was like, whoa, fuck around and find out at an ultimate level. We'll see if you're alive later. Sure enough, turns out when I talked to the cop, the cop's like, yeah, the guy's still alive. They're cutting him out of the car right now. It's just like, well, he's a fucking idiot. I was like, he kept jumping in front of this truck driver. And I don't know what this guy fucking thought in his little Geo Metro that he was going to do something. But we got, I got more to that. There's more to this. This is this enrages me at such a level that we have lost all ability to deal with humans. Interaction between human beings is gone. I have figured that out. It's gone. We, we, we not, we can't even argue anymore. We can't even have an argument. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. In this It's scary. I mean, we can have an argument. No, me and you can have an argument all day long. <laughs> we can have an argument with the people online right here that are just, but if you were to run up on somebody in the street right now, could you have an argument with them? I mean, yeah, I could. No, no. But they would puss out, bitch out, whatever. Just to say it and not to actually believe it. However, there are a couple states out there today that it does matter if you voted. Um, I hope you all voted. If you wanted to, I hope you went out there and did your civic duty um, because it is our duty. It is our responsibility. Uh, we're the only ones that can make any change in this country. And if it doesn't happen after this, then fuck them. But I can tell you right now the the job of us as the constituents, as the voters, it's our job to vote. So whether you believe it or not. I've already heard of fucked up shit going on in Pennsylvania. Yeah, we'll I've already heard that. we'll get into all of it, but I'm just telling you, I hope you voted in the 12 states that actually really matter. I voted today. Um, I don't think it matters because it was a splost fund shit. It was the only thing on my ballot. I had nothing else on my ballot. So I got a splost fund vote that I was like, no, because no, I, I'm done with this splost shit. This splost shit's worked out worse for us than it has the county. The county makes more money than we do. Mm. This is bullshit. Fuck that splash crap. It's all bullshit. Anyway, speaking of money, begging for money. <laughs> this is classic. Well, well, this is the original. Oh, this is the original. This oh, you is wanted the original. to play the original. I don't want to play the original. Um, I wanted ten, to play the, the better one is, is funnier than shit. We'll get to it. If you can't give us, can't give us some financial support, okay, okay, please give us a credit and we will give you back money. No, that doesn't work out for people. I went to repo a, a door today, a garage door today. You repoed a garage door. Yes. What, what, what do you think? Hey, you stole property. At that point, it's stolen property. Think about it. Oh, I will give you credit. Yeah, that's worked out for us so well in the past. Bullshit. Your, your soldiers suck, dude. Your soldiers are fighting for nothing. Scraps from your table. Because all of the Ukrainian oligarchs have made all the money from this war. We don't want your soldiers. Here. I'd rather send the, the, the trans people and the fags up front first. Here you go. If you can't give us, can't give us some financial support, okay, 
Okay, please, give us a credit and we will give you back money. <laughs> that wasn't the good one. I said you a better Dude, one. Dude, I have so many. Hold the on. The cocaine. That's the funniest Dude. one that I saw so far. Uh, I was laughing <laughs> so hard when I saw the cocaine one. The cocaine one had me had me rolling. I was laughing so hard. There's so many. I, I know there is, but there it is. That's it. That's the one I sent you. That's the funny one. Yeah. This is the one that's going to make you laugh your and balls I, off. I had this one Enjoy anyway, this so. one. This is for you guys. Oh, I just had it. There it is. <laughs> this one's hysterical. America only wants to help Israel now. This is no good. I need more money. I mean, have you seen price of cocaine in the street? Cocaine is very expensive. If you send me money, I will turn every Ukrainian into a Jew. We will all be Jews now. But we need money. Just a little bit of money. Just a couple of billion. That's it. Okay, I will literally get on a plane, go to America, and everyone's in Congress right now. America only want to help Israel now. Hey, you got any more of that money? You got any more of that money? You need some more money. Sorry. I'm sorry, that's funnier than shit. Jesus Christ. That just, that's horrible. That's, but that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Oh, there's more. There's the Aussie Cossack. Oh, this is good, actually. I saw this one earlier, too. Funny. <laughs> this one's even better. Enjoy this one, too. This is funny, too. <laughs> the memes have just been insane all day over this. If you can't give us, can't give us some financial support, okay, okay, please, give us a credit, and we will give you back money after the war. <laughs> If you can't... <laughs> if we're still alive, you're gonna be dead, dude. The Russians are gonna kill you. you. You're going down. The second that the Russians realize that we're not backing you anymore financially, they're just gonna roll you over, and Ukraine will become another state or Russian state <sighs> outside the territories of Russia. Watch. Mm. I, I'm just telling you. Okay. Wow. Mm. Let's see. I pulled this one this morning. Let's see what this is. Oh, this is crazy. I saw this too. This mm -hmm. is another good one. Another good one, babe. Well yeah. done. We have the same mind. We work in the same circles. It's crazy Fair. that way. You know the big one that's going on right now. All these stadium shows right now mm -hmm. are satanic rituals. And, because this is interesting, because you'd have to speak on this, yeah. that Taylor Swift is the daughter of Anton LaVey. Do you know the mother? I don't know the mother. I don't know Anton Look up LaVey. Anton LaVey was basically the head of Church of St. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but his yeah, which his chick is a pretty much a carbon copy. Taylor Swift's like the more beautiful version of his chick. But the ritual thing is pretty fascinating. They do a conjuring ceremony. The deepest conspiracy is that the energy, if you believe in energy, which I do, the people are helping fulfill it. I think there is something inherently spiritual about concerts. Yes. I think when you've got thousands upon thousands of people yes. pouring their energy to one person, yes. I think it I think it is a spiritual experience. Hold on, take that back a little bit. You know that they hey, pause it, pause it, pause it.
You know who that guy is, right? Who? You, you all yeah. think he Jamie, doesn't. Jamie Kennedy. He doesn't have anything to do with knowing about this shit. But get this. This is the guy. This is the cat from Scream. You yes. remember, you yes, remember, yes. The, you remember the young kid in in the first movie Scream, and he kept talking about horror movies and what horror movies predict for yes, everything else. I knew I recognized him. That's who that is. Yep. So don't tell me that he doesn't know what's going on in the Hollywood elite circles with child sex trafficking and child pedophilia. Come on, you all know as well as I do that motherfucker knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. This was interesting too. Huh. Hmm. Space Force. They got another recruiting commercial out? Shooting people into space with monkeys? Well, the army put out a recruiting commercial well, they did. and it, it was, was all white. Yeah, it was airborne. It was funny. Not diverse. Weird. At all. Weird. And it said, be all you can be. It did. It was like going back to the to old 1983. One. No shit. Dun, when they dun, actually, dun, you know, dun, when dun. people were proud of the army and yeah. wanted to join, Surf. Yeah. maybe they're trying to drum up some old support. Mm. Today, space is essential not only to our way of life, it's absolutely critical to the modern way of war. GPS, ATMs, cell phones, gas pumps, traffic lights, power grids, guided missiles, surveillance, RPAs, ground combat control. There's no such thing as a day without space operations. You just don't see them. Earth is only half the battle. Cyber attacks and jamming of our satellites. Microsatellites that can create a debris field. At 17,000 miles an hour, a piece of metal the size of a coin can be weaponized. Now is the time for a military branch with a clear and singular focus on space. A military branch that protects the hopes and dreams of America and our way of life as the space domain becomes more and more contested. It's time for another giant leap. The United States Space Force is being built from the brightest minds across the space operations of the Air Force, our joint services, and the private sector. We aren't just getting ready for the near future. We're getting ready for the 22nd century. When our enemies ask, what if, we will have an answer. When foreign powers can build bases on the dark side of the moon, when private companies are inventing a new economy beyond our planet, we need to stay one step ahead of the future. The future is where we'll make history. We will fight in an environment with no up or down, no left or right, where there are no borders and nowhere to hide. Our Space Force is defending our country, here on Earth and wherever our mission takes us. As commerce and exploration expand, we will imagine the unimaginable, anticipate the inconceivable, and prepare for the impossible. We won't just think outside the box. We'll think outside the atmosphere in one of the most challenging environments ever known.
Gay. Gay. Semper, Semper Supra. Hmm. Mighty are the gods. You are right, Sparky. They can't leave Earth's atmosphere due to the Van Allen radiation belt, otherwise known as the firmament. We wow. live in a giant dome, people. It's like a snow globe. It's a lie. It's all a lie. Look, you can look up and see satellites floating around with balloons attached to them if you have a powerful enough microscope. Trust me, you can see it or a telescope. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The United States Space Force tweeted this a while ago. Listen closely and remember Q drop 2222. Are we alone? Roswell. No. The highest classification. Consider the Vantess vastness, vastness of, of space. space. Q. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just saying. Anyway. So here's some of the crazy shit that went on today with the voting stuff. And I know I know we normally do like the conspiracy theory stuff after tribute. However, um the new No, we don't. We can do it whenever. I know we can, this but we that's normally what we've been doing. But anyway, um the new lineup for uh Pilled rolled out today or is rolling out today. So uh we will be dropping the Red Pill project just before tribute, just so you guys know. So so if you want to keep watching, you got to come over to the Patriot Party pod uh, podcast side on Pilled or Rumble. Mm -hmm. um, we're on both. Hub. So if you're on Pilled, you want to keep listening, come on over. It's not a big deal. If not, you're going to get, I don't know who follows us now. So James Grunvig, I think. You're going to get James Grunvig for yep. another An hour. hour. Yep. So anyway. it's up to you, your choice. So, uh, so this, uh, I believe this was in, Pennsylvania, maybe mm -hmm. Virginia. No, I thought this was Massachusetts, actually. Maybe. I don't know. They're all crazy. Yeah. No, they're, this is nuts. Hi. All MAGA needs to go to Gitmo. You Republican MAGA maggots are scum. You're scum, buddy. Okay. Wow. Wow. You're a, a wonderful, nice person. I am. I'm so glad that liberals are so, they're so open to everything. They really are. Look at this. I mean, does he know he's going to hell? He totally is going to hell. I doubt it. I'm just saying. I doubt just it. Go to the other saying. one that I sent you. I know. I'm looking for it. I know. Keep going. I'll tell you when you get there. I'll see it when you get there. I know. I'll tell you when I get hey, right there. That one. Mm -hmm. This is another one. And I, I, I want to, yeah, this is in, this is in New Hampshire. This is even better, um, which is crazy because on the bottom of their license plate, it says live free or die. So I'm kind of like, what the fuck is going on in New Hampshire? Look at this shit. This shit's crazy. This is the crazy shit that's going on in our country right now. So whether you believe it or not, this is what's going on. the election you might have been might as well have been walking up to my head on the way to the polling station putting a gun in the head trying to tell me not to vote do you expect me to not to take that fucking personally you fucking try to overthrow elections with violence and then you're out here among decent people thanks for what coming do you have out to there. say that huh what and what's on your fucking what's on your fucking uh uh your what are your policy prescriptions have a nice day. You've already fucking been. rapist rights. 
Yeah. Involving is... yourself in people's fucking families and their fucking bedrooms. It's pretty wild. You fucking animal. Wait, wait a minute. Hey, fella. You try to steal my vote next year? Uh... I'm going to fucking remember you personally. <laughs> Thank you. I'm taking a fucking picture. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at that. All right. Yeah, you Permission? can. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one party consent bird. state. Look at this guy. Yeah, one party state. You want a fucking one party country, is what you want. Hey, sir, how are you? Headed in to vote? Yeah. Could I get your Republican sample ballot? Yeah. Sure, thank you. Yeah, look at this guy. The guy's like losing. He, he needs to go change his tampon. They, they put on a, the face of a good neighbor, but they support lynch mobs or the fucking KKK or their fucking Bible beating bigots and freaks. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you gay? Yeah, they're not good neighbors. Oh, they're, we're not. Oh. oh, go get in your Prius, you little faggot. Watch this. He's going to go. He's going to go climb into his fucking Prius because he's a little faggot. OK, I am glad the left is so open to everything. That's what they've told us. Just ridiculous. Fucking nuts. Well, uh, no, you actually go back to that other one because that other one was actually pretty good because this is about the numbers that came out this weekend. This is crazy shit right here. This is CNN, folks. This is no shit. I, I can't show you because Fox News talked about it, but they just talked about it like it was stupid flippant. This shit is amazing because they actually go into the numbers. And then they try to convince each other that, yeah, the numbers, that is what everybody thinks. Biden's gonna be all right. That's what they their their ultimate conclusion is. Oh, of of course, of course, of course. Reading in the crosstabs, the most important part, as Phil reminds us, <laughs> just all of those from women to Hispanic voters, black voters, twenty two percent of black voters behind Trump. That is not seen in the modern era for a Republican frontrunner, right? I mean, wow, it, it's. Startling. <laughs> I, I, I looked at the, the Democratic response, uh, Kevin Munoz, the, the spokesman for Biden, and this idea that, you know, we have a year, we can turn things around. I think you have to look at this being a challenge from the very beginning, right? Black voters from the very beginning were saying that we will help you get Joe Biden into office. Um, but, you know, this is not necessarily our preference. Uh, this was uh, about democracy and saving democracy. And so here we are. I, I got a question because mm. I, I know we got a lot of black listeners. I got a question for you. Do you really believe what she's saying? I, I've heard and I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that supposedly, according to what this lady's saying and Hakeem Jeffries and three others that I've heard from the National Black Caucus, They've come out and said that black people vote the way they tell them. That's what I've heard. I'm trying to, I, I'm just, okay. I'm trying to find out the national black caucus came out today. They levied basically a challenge against every black American. If you're voting for Trump, you're wrong. My question is when did the national black caucus Get the choice to say what black people feel in America. Why do 
why do Democrats still get to tell y'all what you are allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do? Don't, that's a better question. Because what they think you that own you're your still land just slaves? like we do. They treat you like you're still slaves. How do you feel about that? This this bitch is telling you right now that you only vote the way that she tells you. You better sit up and say, yes, ma'am. Yes, massa. Who is she? Mm. Who the fuck is she? Who the fuck is anybody to tell any red-blooded American how they're supposed to vote? Yeah, no. I will never tell you how you're supposed to vote. I'll tell you what I believe. You vote however you do. You vote your fucking you or vote don't. your soul. Whatever. Or yeah, or don't. I I I am kind of leaning towards, you know, I've been a big constitutionalist. I'm big on the constitution. I love the constitution. I think that we should vote every chance that we get. However, let me preface this. In the last 10 years, I've learned that every election has pretty much been stolen from the majority populace within this country, whether it was done via the That's been electoral since at least 1963, but okay. The electoral college or via the popular vote, both are no longer considered an aggregate for what you need for an election, which is a scary thought. When I found out in my first political science class that they said that the popular vote was no longer an aggregate of anything you needed to collect the presidency, I said, how how is that possible if the people still have this say? According to the Constitution, it tells us the people still have the say. But when the aggregate counts up, they you don't need a set vote. You don't even need to win the popular vote. George Bush proved that. He didn't win the popular vote, yet he still won the general election. All right, so let her finish, and then I have a conspiracy theory. A new one. A year later, uh, he has not been able to change their impression. Black home ownership is down. Uh, Going to the store, you know, even if uh, jobs uh, have improved in terms of numbers, the, the prices that people are paying just, it doesn't resonate with them. So Bidenomics, all of the things that Biden has done to try to connect, it's not connecting with this group. And black unemployment was quite low during the Trump administration. And low, but lower now. Lower it's, now. It's the, yeah. But it's, it's the, but he said it all the time. Trump right. said it all the time. He had a, a, a gift for messaging. There's no question about that. Errol. Uh, okay, See, that was big. want to pause it in the last That was seconds. big because they had to admit that. Go back. No, bring that back up. I want you to bring that back up because we're going to make a clip out of this and we're going to put this on the soundboard. Bring this back up because CNN had to av- admit that Trump was right. Listen, go back. Bring that back 10 seconds. He said it all the time. Trump right. said it all the he time. He had a, an, a, a, a gift for messaging. There's no question. So Bidenomics, all of the things that Biden has done to try to connect, it's not connecting with this group. And black unemployment was quite low during the Trump administration. All right, right there. She said black unemployment was quite low under the Trump administration. And then watch this little silly faggot to her right. And lower, but lower now. Lower it's, now. It's, it's, yeah, but it's, it's lower it's, now. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, it's lower now. Not no, really. not really. No, it's not. All right. <laughs> That's funny. So, you ready for my conspiracy theory? Shoot. And it's a big one. Go for it. I was listening to Vince today. 
because Liana's power got shut down. So I went to go jump on her show at like 1030 after I got back from walking the dogs and it wasn't there. And I was like, what the fuck? And I texted her and she said, no, our power was out. We'll pay that bill, bitch. Yeah, I heard that in the beginning. So I knew that from the start. She anyway. lost her power from something else down the road. Anyway, so um, so I, I the battery cut out exactly at the right time, Liana. When you're running that server and everything else, you have to unplug everything that's non-essential at that point. You got to turn off your lights, you got to turn off everything, or you're gonna wear that battery out in five minutes. And that's what you did today. Anyway, so uh so I turned Vince on. And, you know, I'd been talking to our friend the other day about um, our our new friend. Who? Uriel. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I'd mentioned the other day that after the Elon interview that I thought maybe he was the Antichrist, right? Who? Elon was? Elon. Mm-hmm. Elon's not the Antichrist. Exactly. Elon's not the Antichrist. I know that Elon's not the Antichrist. So Someone who is more popular than Elon is the Antichrist. Who is the most popular person right now? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. So listen. Trump has said that when he becomes president in 2024. He will reestablish peace. Hold on. He will get rid of of all of the people that have come across the border in the last three years. He is going to physically deport them all. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be violent, hardcore. It's going to take quite an effort. And I believe it will result in an uncivil war. How do you make sure that only citizens can buy food or use the banking system? Citizens ratting other citizens out, other brown shirts ratting other brown, you know, brown oh, shirts out. No, 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 not just that though. Take it a step further. We already have E-Verify, although they've pretty much gotten rid of that with Biden. They don't give a shit right now, right? Yep. You bring E-Verify back in, that's fine. But social security numbers can be faked, hacked. That's easy. They get, they've been getting around E-Verify forever. Look, they've been getting around E-Verify, mm-hmm. for instance, for like, let's say, like Georgia Department of Public Works mm-hmm. that actually does the roads and all the road construction here. Thank you, okay? Sparky. You want to know why they do it at midnight? You want to know why they do all the mm-hmm. construction at midnight? Because mm-hmm. there's nobody from E-Verify that's standing out there making sure that all their employees well, E-Verify are is a computer real. system. No, no, no. I mean, there's nobody from ICE, from ICE check. I got checking you. at midnight because mm-hmm. the, the employees that they have out there are, all of them are Correct. 90% illegal. But Trump also wants to put in a guaranteed digital voter ID, right? Mm-hmm. Well, connect those. You put in a voter ID, a citizen's ID, that's tattooed on you, on your hand, maybe. Or it's a card. What's wrong with a card? Cards are fine. We get driver's licenses. Mm-hmm. Cards can be card? faked. Cards can be hacked. They can be. Yeah. Tough I'm just to saying, do when you got real voters I, that don't want to give them up. I see this i see the potential of how this could play out 
Yes and no. Remember, the Antichrist will bring bring peace, and then he will bring ultimate war, and then and destruction. He will bring peace, prosperity, and then ultimate war and destruction. We've already had peace and prosperity. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Didn't we have that under Trump before? When? What war? Thanks. I was still fighting. Fuck you. You weren't fighting under Trump. You no, got you're out right. Under I got Obama. out under Obama. Yeah. So no, Trump didn't start Trump, any new wars. He was trying to bring them all Trump, home. That Trump was didn't a big close thing. any of them. We were still killing people. We were still doing shit. Mm. The government, the army, was still fighting. No, 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 no. He did not bring peace. We haven't seen peace yet. That's the problem. He said that's the part that scares me because the other day in his little speech that he had, he said, "I'll bring peace to them in the in the Middle East in minutes." after being elected president. That scares me. Mm-hmm. Because the Antichrist will do the same thing. Exactly. That scares the fuck out of me. Makes me wonder, what are we really voting for here? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should be the 10th man saying, maybe Trump isn't the answer. Because maybe, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's... A hundred million Americans that are all about voting Donald Trump as president for 2024. And I'm all about it for the most part. There are some, there is some scary shit that I'm hearing coming out of his mouth right now, though, that is way ballsier than he should ever say. And he knows that. And I'm sorry, if you disagree with me, listen to his speeches. He keeps talking about how he's going to bring peace in the Middle East in minutes. You know, The Antichrist said that too. According to the Bible, the Antichrist will do the same thing. So you tell me, do we, I don't know. It's questionable right now. Just saying. Anyway, uh, here's a big Mike Johnson. Big Mike. Tell him a little fun story and give him some impressions. But so he gives a speech and he does that that guttural thing of you know constitutional and all that and gets all the women waving hankies and it's like Obama <laughs> and they're like here's Johnson and talk about tax reform. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the energy goes out of the room and I'm like so I just I just developed a Clay Higgins uh, impression for the jarring transition that was between the two of us. So here it goes. Ladies <laughs> 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 and gentlemen, it's a bad power for people trying to prevent us from draining a swamp. It's spiritual. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? It's spiritual. And I, look, Madam Pelosi, she's a speaker, that's fine, but we're going to do it our way. You understand what I'm saying? You have a constitution. The constitution is there. We understand the constitution. And, and Jim's over there, bring the diesel. Bring the diesel. <laughs> I'll just tell you how briefly I'm not going to talk to today. We were on the way down. Kelly and I were coming down from Street Court, and just north of Lafayette, President Trump called me on the telephone. I hadn't talked to him in a long time. And uh, he just called. It was ironic. And so we talked about 10 minutes, and he, boy, he's mad. It's <laughs> Don't want to be on the bad side, but he loves us and loves Louisiana and all that. And then he said, What is what he does to me? It's pretty obvious. Ironic. Did it sound like passion, too? It does. I hear his voice in my sleep all the time. But, um, but I said, I'm about to go to uh, a vendor for Higgins, Clay Higgins, and, and Jim Jordan. 
Jim's going to be good too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Jim was a great wrestler. Yes, Mr. President. You know he was like 222. He won like he was. He was like, he's great. He tells you, he said he's great. He knows you. He knows you. He said he's great. <laughs> anyway, he said hello. And he said, <laughs> he said you gave him some box or something? You went to Merle Iron a few years ago? What did you give him? You gave him a gift. It's on his main desk. It's on his desk. And he goes, <laughs> you know, we, we gave the president a, a, a custom-made knife that took 55 hours to create by the craftsman made of titanium and uh, Damascus steel in a box made by a veteran that does woodwork um, with uh, leather work made by a veteran that does leather work with the presidential seal and a message from all of us from Louisiana on the inside acknowledging uh, his, in my opinion, revered status as the greatest president we've ever had. So we gave that. He loves it. Because he, loves it. He, didn't, he did not explain it as articulately as you did. But he thinks it's really cool. And, it's in the and, uh, and he loved that. And he loves Higgins. And he's like, that's like a Cajun John Wayne. Yeah, I know. He's <laughs> my boy. We, I know. I all this. Remember, we've all talked about this a thousand times. Anyway, he's, he's jazz. He wanted me to come serious. The president sends his regards to the group tonight. He told me to tell you all that. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool. They called him on the way down. So, yeah. Um, and thanks for giving him that gift. I, I love serving with Clay. I'll just tell you one quick story and I'll shut up. Um, we came in together with Trump and, and started in 2017. Y'all got him elected in 2016. And, and we had been there a few months. And, and Paul Ryan was the speaker at the time. And he came up to me one day and he goes, Man, I can't believe that you and Clay are like from adjoining districts, like neighboring districts. Y'all are so different. I said, Yeah, man. Louisiana's a great state. <laughs> and, and he goes, But like, I mean, I mean, you guys like well, work together really well. I said, yeah, we have a lot of the same tattoos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it says freedom on my back, man. I'll show you right now. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. They love him. They love him in Washington. He's the best export we got to DC. So thanks for coming. Okay, so you just played. Four minutes and 13 seconds of Mike Johnson sucking President Trump's dick. Yep. That's what you just showed I us. sure did. Blowing Trump bigger than shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I heard I heard the Hoover from two streets away. Wow. That's, ooh, that's not, I, I, I don't know, folks. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm wary about what's to come. I, I think that's why we're not going to make it 24. I, I think that there's going to be something that happens here in the states that stops us from getting to 24. We're not allowed to vote. We're going to lose our minds. The people are going to rise up and uh, we're going to take this country back because we have to. If we don't, where else do we go? Well, have you heard about the drama that's going on with the, the Trump case in New York? Yes. So basically, and it's good. It's the judge funny. won't even let. Trump speak. Yeah. It, and it was funny because he said the other day that I'm not here to hear. I'm not here to hear what Trump has to say. Um, He's you, the one on look, trial. Like that's is literally a, your job. No, 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 no. You don't understand what his job is, obviously, because you don't understand. This is a bench trial, folks. There is no jury. 
So that's literally his job. His job is to hear what Donald Trump says. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. You know what Donald Trump knows right now? He's already got this set up for it doesn't matter what this guy rules because he's already got him dead to rights saying that he doesn't want to hear what Trump has to say. Trump's got him. Done. It's done. He's going to get not only is he going to get kicked out of the law, the bar association because he didn't listen to what a defendant had to say. But on top of that, they got him on tape saying it on video. He said it right on video. I'm not here to I'm not here to listen to Donald Trump. I'm not here to listen to a campaign. No, you are, motherfucker. That's your job. Oh, that's why Donald Trump doesn't give a shit anymore. He knows that this this case is fucked. He knows that every case, every all the last the rest of them, the rest of the next three that are going to go on, every single one of them are going to be exactly the same way. And his lawyer's hot. Yo, she is. She is freaking smoking hot. Well, she's she's good looking, yes, but she's also hot too because she's on fire. She she turned around and told the judge, "It's your courtroom, sir." So it's it's your fucking courtroom. You handle it the way you need to handle it. You don't tell me to control my client. That's your courtroom. And when she said that, she got admonished by the judge. And then she got a gag order put against her for saying things against the judge. What the fuck is that? Yeah. And the judge is taking like naked selfies and posting them on a. A law review page that he runs or some shit not good anyway here you go has a president ever testified like this in court no never it's a disgrace so they won't give him the grace to do that it's it's really they're cutting him off and i objected and there was a fiery exchange with the judge um frankly i I can't even say it was with the judge and i i'm very polite i'm very professional when i'm in the courtroom but the judge did not like him finishing or explaining because it wasn't good for their case and he's interfering he's made his decision let's not forget that larry he made his decision on summary judgment he found liability already so now we're wasting taxpayer dollars for months and months and months four hundred and fifty thousand for an expert the ag paid Mm. taxpayer dollars those new york taxpayer dollars we're wasting all this time and he won't even let the president who's the person they're trying to get to explain why he's certified to certain values. Why? Because the minute he starts to explain it, it ruins their case. He was worth more than his statement of financial condition. And Miss James, her politics, mm-hmm. are not allowing her now to backtrack. She needs a PR team, I'm telling you. She's well, she have, looks she's... like a damn fool. Look, folks, it's not even about that. The bigger part about this case is the fact that there's n- no victim. None. Zero. All of the banks made money with Trump. Every single bank that has been called in to testify on the defense side has said, yeah, we, we, we made money with Donald Trump. When he sold his properties, we made money. We, we got our loan plus some, plus the 20% we required mm-hmm. off the top. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So where's the crime? Asking for a friend, where is the crime? Normally, with every crime, you have a victim. For instance, if I walk up and Leo Slayer is walking down the street at me and I run up and I punch him in the face for no reason whatsoever, you have a crime. You have a victim. You have somebody that was assaulted by me. Okay? You you see the point where I'm going with this? There is an assault and the damages can be whatever Leo says. Leo can say, well, he broke my nose and he fractured my internal mantra. 
And he could rate that at $100 million. And I've got a proven court that his internal mantra in a civil case, not in a criminal case, not where the facts matter, okay? Let's go to a civil case now where eh, there's, there is evidentiary rules, but they're not as followed as they are in a criminal case. So now, instead of that, now I, I bring this information forward and I start asking the question, well, Leo, where did I, you know, assault your, your manhood or anything else that you're claiming? And I can't fight it because there's no way that I can prove that what happened to him was not true. There's no way that I can prove that. So now we find ourselves in this conundrum where the judge is going to side with Leo and the judge is going to give all the money to Leo. That's fine, whatever. And I knew that at the outset of the case. However, in this case, Trump's not even getting to say his part. So like, for instance, before I struck Leo, there was probably some words exchanged. Trump's not even getting allowed to say what words were exchanged before he threw a punch. How can you claim a civil case if you don't have all the, the bearing on it? If there is no victim, how can you claim that what Trump did was illegal if there's no victim? If everybody's happy, what's the problem? Oh, the state of New York's not happy. Why? Well, he's Donald Trump, and he used to be the president of the United States. Oh, that's an issue. Yeah, see, you can't, you can't do that. That's the problem. That's where we're at. That's what we're fighting against. We are fighting against these retards that just feel that any day they can come into your house, tell you what you have to do, tell you have to stick, you have to stick a needle in your arm or better yet, wear a mask or better yet. Hey, vote for this Democrat. And if you don't, don't worry, we're going to change your vote anyway. Mm. It's the same thing. It's no different. Well, here was uh, that hot lawyer going off, going off uh, yesterday, right after. Looks just like his daughter, too. Court. I just wanted to bring that up. She does. She really does. She looks she, just like Ivanka. She must be from the same cloning factory. <laughs> you have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at. And I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. And you know what? You shouldn't either. I don't. I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Nope. I, I don't disagree with her. I, she's right. Look, if you're slamming the table yelling at her because of her client, dude, you've got the courtroom. It's your courtroom. What you say goes, you are the president of that courtroom. Everybody in that courtroom is under your thumb. This is a guy who you can tell he got beat up. He probably had a couple of whirly bowls flown through him. This motherfucker was held upside down in a toilet bowl and somebody was ducking their head while they were flushing the toilet. You all know this is true. He's a nerd. He's a punk. And now he has a little bit of power. And now what does he want to do? He wants to flex his muscle. He wants to go look at me, motherfuckers. That's what he wants to do. Look, 
I've heard a lot of these motherfuckers on the right side this last week talking about this shit. And I want you to know right now, if you are not trained in Krav McGraw, any of the fighting styles, if you are going to get into a street fight, let me tell you something. If you don't have this with you, you're losing. This is how you fight today. There is no more fist to fist. It's called you pull out your no button and you say no. Because let me tell you something. There's nothing these people understand more. If you're not pulling this out and putting this in someone's face and letting them know politely, if you come another step forward, I will send you to your maker. Then you are not doing it right. If you're getting into a fist fight on the street, it doesn't happen today. I'm sorry. The criminals are walking around with these. If you're not walking around with these, you're not doing it right. You're going to get shot. Shoot them first. Just don't do it like with an AR-15 wandering around the streets of D.C. Or near the Capitol, apparently. Because your ass is going to get sewed up. Something. This guy has a gun. This guy's got a gun. Cops have him. Yeah. State, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was a black dude with a gun. Yep. And uh, yeah, this was outside the Capitol. He had a on fucking AR-15. He was hanging out there waiting to shoot. I, I don't know what. Nobody's talked to him yet. I can't wait to find out because I'm sure, well, we're not going to find out. It's going to go down just like the Nashville shooters. Um, He's obviously manifesto. a white supremacist. Obviously. Uh, well, they, uh, you admitted it. So, yes, yeah, this is obviously, you know, just like, it's just like the Nashville shooters shit. They don't want to release that because that proves what we've been saying all the time has been right. These people are fucked up. They got a mental issue. It's serious. They need to go see a doctor. They need to go back to an institution and realize that life is not like it is. But people like Joe Biden keep fucking it up for us. Well, how do you figure, Mick? Joe Biden went on a rant when he first got into office and he, what was his opening words? The biggest threat our country faces right now is white national terrorists. You and I. Because we believe that the United States of America is just as strong as it ever was. And we believe that freedom will carry on. Whether it's a white virtue or not, freedom will carry on. And these people believe that because you believe that, that makes you a racist. Bull move. Bull well, move. So, uh, Matt Gates was at it again. Go for it. I don't know if you saw this one. Um, Y'all know Owen Troyer has been Arrested. locked down. Yep. Right. He's, he's in jail. He's in jail. They put him in solitary. Yep. Um, they told him that he's going to stay there for four months, which is illegal. Yeah. So, called him out on it. Called who out? 
the Justice Department. The I hope director of the penitentiary system. Ooh, even better. Yeah, she didn't even know who he was. Check this out. That's crazy. I was very heartened by your discussion of site visits to our prisons to get a firsthand understanding of what's going on there. Uh, sometimes members of Congress have had challenges doing that. Could you give us some advice if, if we wanted to glean those benefits and get that firsthand uh, experience? But what's the best way for us to go about that with your team? Thank you, Congressman. So if you have your team reach out to our Office of Legislative Affairs, we will be happy to make that arrangement. Thank you so much. Um, does the Bureau of Prisons retaliate against people based on political on, on constitutionally protected speech? I have been very clear that retaliation will not be stood for on my watch. And, and you're confident that that's being observed throughout the Bureau? I'm confident that message has been delivered. And if anyone engages in retaliation, we will hold them accountable. Are you familiar with the matter of John Strand? That name is not familiar to me. Right, no. So Mr. Strand was a witness at a hearing that we had uh, regarding some of the civil rights concerns of people who had interacted with the Department of Justice in January 6 uh, matters. He was convicted, sentenced in his, at FCI Miami, and I'd received word that he had been placed into enhanced confinement and into higher acuity uh, secure, securing uh, as a consequence of information that others had put out on his Twitter feed. So is that something you, does that ring a bell to you? Congressman, I wouldn't be able to speak to an individual's um, circumstances regarding their behavior inside our institutions. What I can assure you is that if an individual is placed in our special housing unit, it would be for conduct that happened inside the institution. So is, what's a special housing unit? A special housing unit is one of our uh, restrictive housing placements that could include disciplinary segregation, protective custody, um, and would house individuals that either were at harm to harm their, themselves or others, or had actually engaged in misbehavior inside our institutions. What, what I'm worried about is that Mr. Strand gave us testimony about some of his concerns. And as you know, people give us testimony, we sort through what's right and wrong and should be acted on and shouldn't be acted on. It's not gospel, it's just testimony. Uh, but then thereafter, people were posting on some of his social media platforms his concerns about the treatment he'd received at the Bureau. And then I sent a letter to you concerned about that because like you, I don't want anyone retaliated against for constitutionally protected speech. And, and thereafter, I got a letter back from the aforementioned Office of Legislative Affairs in your office. And they say, in part, Mr. Strand was moved to a secure housing unit with increased supervision and frequent employee contact on September 26, 2023, pending completion of an investigation. So I guess my question is, when, when someone, is that like akin to what we would normally think about as solitary confinement? Those words, secure housing unit with increased supervision and frequent employee contact? We would use the word restricted housing. Okay. So what's this then? Because this guy's a non-violent, he was never violent toward anyone. So I'm just wondering why the, the assets that we fund for the highest acuity violent people would be used for this purpose. Uh, Congressman, we use that uh, special housing unit for individuals that um, engage in any sort of misconduct inside our institutions. I don't know what he he was found to be guilty of by our hearings administrative process that would warrant his uh, need to go into restrictive housing. But I assure you, we have administrative processes 
that people have to go through it before those placements actually occur. Yeah, I, I get that you, you can't know the conditions of every single prisoner throughout the Bureau. This is one I've ripened and sent to you because I am worried that throughout our, DO, our Department of Justice and, and what we've endured, that there are some people who are sort of being used as pawns and they're being mistreated in order to send a message to other people. And I'm grateful that you've said here that is not your doctrine. You don't want to see that happen. But you also haven't been able to share with us an entire confidence that that isn't happening in some cases. And I'm worried that it's, it's happening here. Have you heard of the matter of Owen Schreyer? No, that name is not familiar to me. Very similar fact pattern. You know, somebody who'd sort of spoken out, was, was prominent in the public, was convicted as a consequence of activities on January 6th, and now feels as though there's specific Bureau of Prison retaliation. I don't think any group of people should be retaliated against. So I look forward to taking you up on the offer to perhaps go in a, and, and do some site visits and, and see how people are being treated and get that information directly. So I, I hope I get prompt cooperation from OLA. Well, that that's not going to happen, Matt. You know that as well as I do. But even still, not 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 even past that. Let's think about that just for a second. He just asked her about like a, a star in her bonnet, so to speak. She kind of like popped up with a star in her bonnet. Who Owen Schroyer? No, I don't know. Bullshit. She doesn't know who Owen Troyer is. Don't even start that shit, bitch. Matt Gates knows that that's bullshit, but now he's got her on the record saying that she didn't know who Owen Troyer was. Bullshit, cunt. Everybody was aware of who Owen Troyer was when he was coming into the fucking sphere. Bullshit. I don't believe that. Uh, fucking no. Nah. No, nah, not nah, bear. No, nah. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Oh, I don't like she wouldn't know who. Um, let, let's be more. Let's say it was Donald Trump Jr. You mean to tell me bullshit? No. Maybe if Owen decided he wanted to chop his dick off, she'd know who he was. Maybe. Maybe. I think that's an it. I think that's a thing. I think that's a man. That yeah. looks like a man. It's got some very manly features. Look at the chin. Look at the jawline. Look at the structure of the bone structure of her jaw. Look at her neck. I've still been looking for a fucking Adam's apple. Hold I on. guarantee there there's an Adam's apple in there. I say I'm a man. I'm a woman now, and I haven't had any surgeries up to this point. Maybe I'll get them while I'm in prison because I'm assuming we're paying for those, right? We have paid for two gender-affirming Hey, two. So once you start, you're going to continue. You ain't changing that, right? There are five. I mean, look at this guy. This is an interesting guy, folks. Look at this guy. His name is Peter Langan. He got long hair. Look at this guy. He looks like a bad, bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's a, he's a Nazi, ex-Nazi terrorist. He's a bad, bad hombre. And this guy wants to be referred to as Donna. Do your, do your employees, do you require them to say, Call this guy now named, he must be called Donna. Uh, Congressman, no. And in fact, in order to produce a name change. Well, he's suing, he's suing you all because he wants to, uh, he wants to, he's claiming that his Eighth Amendment rights were violated for not being provided gender conforming surgery. For the people at home, this man is an ex-Nazi bank robber. 
in June, his lawsuit was settled. And I'd like to know whether this means that inmates now have the Eighth Amendment right to sex changes. Are we paying for guys like this who are just sick? We send them to prison. We're restricting their freedom. And now this guy says he wants to be Donna. I suppose I understand why he'd want to be Donna, because you want to release this guy into the pen of heifers. You're releasing the stud into the pen of heifers is what you're doing. Isn't that what a guy would want to do? If I'm going to prison for 10 years and you're restricting my freedom, I guess I would want to go to the prison where the ladies are. Wouldn't you suggest that? Wouldn't that be a good idea? And if you're allowing that to take place through this process by talking to these shrinks and these guys, I'm going to convince you I'm a woman and I'm going to enjoy five years in prison. Matter of fact, half of them would probably say, don't even release me on patrol. I'm having too much fun here. I'm having too much fun. It is disgusting, quite honestly, what we've done to this, to our country. Uh, Biden, uh, three daughters, you're, you're, I have some real issues. They're very troubling. You can do better than that. I yield. <laughs> I liked how Miss Lee was looking at him like, we all agree. Dude, we agree. We got you. We agree. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Gender-affirming surgery in prison. Yes, it is all kabuki theater. It really is. You can get gender-reaffirming surgery in in prison. Are you, are you fucking... Wait a minute. When did taking away somebody else's rights start with you getting your own rights in prison? I, I, I thought the whole point of prison was you didn't have any more rights. You forfeited that the second you committed a crime. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's... Oh, oh, that's in the Constitution, right? If you forfeit your rights given here in the Constitution, breaking the law, you lose all constitutional right. That's why you become a prisoner. Well, here, it's not just prisoners. Check check this out. I, I know, I sent this to you. I know. Recently, try to compare their status of being a veteran to being transgender. And to me, they're completely different, but yes, they both receive hate. But if you think about veterans, there's Veterans Day, there's parking available for veterans, there's discounts available. I'd love to see when there's going to be a holiday celebrated by trans people where we get the day off or a special place that we get to park or discounts at restaurants. It's just not a good idea, and I'm not saying that veterans don't receive hate because I know they do, but it's best practice to just listen to how that person's feeling instead. Recently, try to compare. Uh, yeah, folks, you take from that one what you will. I'm a veteran. Mm. I find offense to that because I don't feel that I receive any hate. Uh, matter of fact, if anything... Um, if anything, I've received tons of love from the American people. I have always been greeted when I've come home. I've never, ever felt anything like what the Vietnam veterans of my dad's day felt when they came home. Um, if anything, I saw more proud people in America who were happy to have service members walking through their airport and thanking them as they went by. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, you know what I said? I don't deserve it. Okay. Hey, we got to drop the uh, Red Pill Project. We so do. 
Red Pill Project, if you want to come and join us for tribute and watch the second half of the show, come on over to the Patriot Party podcast on whatever platform you're watching on right now. Pilled or mm -hmm. uh, over on Pilled.net, Rumble, Rumble. Mm -hmm. or uh, Odyssey or Clout Hub uh, or Telegram. Yeah. Um, otherwise, because we we're will... also there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. forgot. I keep forgetting about Telegram. Either way, till then, uh, for the Red Pill pro folks, have a great night. We'll mm -hmm. talk to you later. See you tomorrow. Peace. Anyway, for the rest of you fuckers, it's that time. It is that time. And I don't think you packed the bowl yet. I'm so doing you, it you right now. Need to pack the bowl. I know. Well, I was doing the dishes before the show instead of. I know. Packing the bowl. I was getting the weed off the porch and bringing it were. in here. I was I taking care of you. I, I was trying to help you out as best I could. I was running around like a crazy person, as usual. It's all good, though. Par for the course. That's what I do. It's okay. what happens. Mm -hmm. But yeah, well, anyway, I, I don't know about any veteran that has ever felt hated. Uh, I can tell you all that from my my standpoint, no, I've never, ever. And I guarantee every veteran in here will tell you the same thing. And that special parking? You mean the handicap parking? Or, or what are you talking about? The Purple Heart parking? Oh, really? You're going to take... You're going to take away a parking spot from from a dude who took a bullet for this country so that you can say that chopping your dick off is just the same? Not the same. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. No, that doesn't. I tell you what, when uh, you know what? All you fags and queers and trans people that want association in this country. I'll tell you what, when you have done what I've done, you will get association in this country. Until you become as bad as I am, you are not going to get anything from this country. This country ain't never going to give you anything because you ain't done shit for this country. Mm -hmm. The point is, the reason I get the respect that I get from the American people is because I've done something for them. I stepped in harm's way and said, you know what? I will sign a check to include my life to protect this. What have you done? You cut your dick off. Or he just takes it up the ass like he's in the Navy. Ooh, I didn't say that, Navy guys. Sorry. So, I love you guys. We love you. We love all the service members. Not as much as you love each other, but I still love you. <laughs> Even right. if you are the man's department <laughs> of the Navy. <laughs> anyway. They go out 50 sailors, come back, or go out 100 sailors, come back 50 couples. You want to get high? There yes. ain't no wrong hole in that Navy. Anyway, till then, fuckers, you know what time it is. If mm -hmm. you've got it and you can smoke it and it's legal, hit it. You know, you Marines and you Navy guys, I'm just giving you shit just because I would. It's all good. It's all part of the fun. Don't get butt hurt. That comes with the job. <laughs> Wow, you're on fire tonight. No, <laughs> Whoa, don't aim, don't aim your anger at me. Anger, aim your anger at Neelan. She's the one that's on fire tonight. Man, she's pulling up all those fucking... <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
<laughs> I can't help it. Oh, shit, I love you guys. No, seriously, all you guys in the chat, it doesn't matter. You know, Leo, we, we, we have our differences. Hey, I fucking, you know what? <laughs> you guys show up every night. I don't give a fuck. I will always, you guys can disagree with me up and down until the sun is sideways, and I will fucking 100% still argue with you. But you know what? We're still friends at the end of the day because mm -hmm. you know what? We're never going to get through this unless we know each other. And that's part of this. I think this is the most important part because we learn about each other. We learn about all the other shit we've been through, all the other bullshit we've all suffered. Fuck that shit. This is how we find real Americans. <laughs> Tammy coming in for the win. That's why they call the bathroom the head. Her dad was in the Navy. <laughs> 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 That's just, just, fucking hey Tammy you know what I gotta pause this song I can't believe I gotta do this this is the first time I've ever had to do this this is for you Tammy Thunder Thunder kick. get the fuck out of here oh. Oh. <laughs> okay alright we're going back to doing no, the, no, the you, no, no 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 just keep it it's all good it's all good, it's all good. we're just playing the music now mm -hmm. fuck that was funny though that was good that was really good tammy holy shit that made me laugh pretty hard we still got plenty of weed in this bowl so i know we it. can make it right through this one not a problem we could we shall not a problem and and know that the teenager... yeah that's that's the uh yeah i wish we had some dabs the teenager Wait, isn't... who's moda who took up the name Moda on yeah, no Red shit. Pill? Who stole no my, shit. That's fucking awesome. Who stole my acronym? That is me. awesome. Um, that ain't Moda, but it's close. I like it. Yeah. No shit. Um, so the teenager texted me and he was like, hey, the restaurant that he works at has a leak. Can you come pick me up between like 7.30 and 8? I said, nope, sure can't. I can pick you up at like 8.30. I said, why don't you call your Uncle Mark and see if he can come get you? So he texted Uncle Mark, can you come pick me up from work? Mark said, I'll call you an Uber. I said, for real? <laughs> then he texted me back. He goes, I'm dumb. He is the Uber. <laughs> He's a good guy. He's yes. like the best dude in the world. I tell you what, there's a reason why, you know, you all are part of this now, believe it or not, whether you believe it or not, even you, Sparky, all the way over there in Scotland and Craig Sims all the way over there in Scotland. Look, you fuckers are friends now. That's it. <coughs> Look, I'm loyal to an end. If I know your name and you tell me one day, you just show up on my doorstep and you say you're Sparky boy, boom, you got a room to stay, blah, blah, blah. As long as you have the accent. As to long match as the you name. got the accent to match the name, because mm -hmm. I will test you. But I tell you what, that's no bullshit. Look, you're all friends. I'm dead serious. You guys show up one day and you say, uh, well, I'm Def Griffin on, on, Rump oh, I know exactly. Get the fuck in here. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm dead serious. As long as you roll up in a wheelchair to prove it. Yeah, you better <laughs> prove it because I know things about Def that nobody else does. So I'm dead. I'm not lying about that. Oh, J Rod, we expect you to come to Tennessee with us. Don't you worry. You will know because you're going to hear this right now. This is something I learned about 
it's had to be six. Yeah, it's, uh, well, now it could be. Holy shit, I've been alive that long. I can say that now. Now, this is about 22 years ago. So, yeah, you've been alive for a bit more than 22 years. So, we were, uh, I was, yeah, but the military part of me now is catching up to that age limit. I gotcha. That's what I'm talking I about. I was a, uh, I, we just graduated ranger school, me and a buddy of mine. And like, uh, there was this part of the, not necessarily, it's not the, the defect per se. It was a, it was like a separate eating area that like only ranger qualified people were allowed to go and eat. And this was way back in the day when they still separated everything by that. Like it was still a big deal to do that. Like if you got your tab, it was a, it was a huge deal. If you got your tab back in the day. Now, I don't know what they do. I hope they still keep the same tradition that they, they, they did with me. Um, it was like being entered into a brotherhood. You accomplish something that less than one and a half percent of the army actually ever accomplishes. Um, it, it's a very small number and we're a very small force. It was just funny to me. We walked in this defect and I was going to go sit where I normally sat. And I was like, oh, shit, I can go eat there. And my buddy was like, yeah, let's go. So we, we grabbed our plates and we walked in there. And then we found out that that's a rank and order system too. And I said, wait a minute. Holy shit. You mean to tell me I just fought my life off for the last fucking 69 days to get this fucking stupid two and a half inch piece of fucking felt sewn above everything else I got on my shoulder. And now you're telling me that there's a rank and file <laughs> system in here too. Yep. Fuck. That's when I was like, that's when I was done with all that shit. I was like, I, I went special forces. When I went special forces, I sat wherever the fuck I wanted to. Why? Because you know what? Half of those guys didn't even have tabs. I was one of like six dudes in my <laughs> class that went to my qualification school that had a tab. Everybody else had a patch that was a part of their unit. I was like one of six other guys that had a short tab, the Ranger tab. And everybody looked at us and said, oh, well, we're looking at you for small unit orientation. And I was like, yeah, you can kiss my ass. I ain't doing all your work. You're going to do your own fucking work, and I'm going to tell you what to do. That's how badass it's going to be. I'm going to do shit, and you fuckers are going to do the work. And that's exactly what I did. Just saying it works both ways. There's no, when you, this Patriot shit, what we have to understand, there is no hierarchy. There's nobody better than us. You're not better. No one person is better than this. This is all about us. If we lose sight of that, we are just as doomed as every other political movement, every other movement in the world where people were involved. When we pull our heads out of our asses and we finally fix this shit, we put in a government that works. The first part of that government is that it's got to be really, really small, A, and B, can never outnumber the people. The problem today is that we have a government workforce 
that's about the same size as the population. That's an issue. Because when you have that many people employed by the federal government, who's voting against them? Who's the 10th man in that situation? They're not voting against any of that. They're voting to get rid of the Constitution and censor your speech. Again. 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 It's coming. Yeah. It really is. Watch this. The Biden administration uh, has just put forward a plan for digital equity. And it is a plan for all internet services and all infrastructure. According to uh, FCC Commissioner Carr, President Biden's plan hands the administrative state effective control of all internet services and infrastructure in the country. Never before in the roughly 40-year history of the public internet has the FCC or any federal agency for that matter claimed this degree of control over it. The plan calls for the FCC to apply a far-reaching set of government controls that the agency has not applied to any technology in the modern era. You got that? This has never been done before. No communication devices have ever had this kind of control suggested by the government, let alone applied. He went on and said, Congress never contemplated the sweeping regulatory regime that President Biden asked the FCC to adopt, let alone authorize the agency to implement it. Here's what's happening. As with everything else the Biden administration is doing, his broadband policies are failing and the building of Internet infrastructure in this country, uh, the price of it has gone through the roof. FCC wants new 5G broadband services, but it's all needlessly been blocked and delayed by new broadband uh, infrastructure um, regulatory red tape. So the government is blocking the private sector from doing it and then using that to say, see, we need to take complete control. See, now, before, before Glenn gets back into this really quick, you know, there's a whole point I, I, I think he skipped over there that I think you all should hear, at least my perspective of it, all right? Or maybe I'm, I'm going to give you my most humble opinion. Let's, let, me, let, me, um, let me put it that way to you. Glenn skipping over probably the biggest part of this, and I thought he was going to get into it. I thought for sure he was going to get into it. You know that AI bill that I was talking about <clears throat> the other day? I brought it up because, you know, all of this, all these people have been carrying on about how Biden's moving forward in the AI realm, and he's going to make it law that AI can't have an opinion um, when it comes to you know, remembering what people say. 
Well, then I started reading more into the bill. Do you know what this bill actually does? Everything that Glenn Beck is talking about right here is directly connected to this bill. Everything that Biden signed into authority, Republicans, mind you, stand by. Oh, there was a consortium of Republicans that signed onto this bill. Okay. There's some other backdoor deals in there, I'm sure. I just haven't found them yet. I just got to find out what the Republicans were getting out of it. I don't know what they were getting out of it. But what I can tell you is this. Everything that Glenn Beck is talking about right here, right now. This is all tied to that. These are connected. One. This is scary shit. Because it opens the internet up to the federal government. Think about that for, I don't know, the next 22 hours until you talk to us again. Because I'm telling you right now, this opens the federal government to controlling the internet and what is said on the internet. So these platforms that we have here now, like Pilled and Rumble, they will be no more because we speak not very well about the government. Think about that. Think about all of this. This is all an attack, an assault on the First Amendment. That's all this is. And nobody wants to talk about the First Amendment here. That should be first and foremost in all of our minds, because the second that you the federal government violates every American's First Amendment, what is it our duty to do? You guys look it up. I know what it is. You all know what it is. You just don't want to say it. Folks, it's time we lay down our pitchforks and grab our rifles, because I tell you what, if we don't. If we don't very shortly, we're not going to have a country left to deal with. And that is just the long and the short of it. Because if this shit continues like what he's about to continue talking about, oh, you all will very quickly understand how bad this really is. This is breathtaking control of all information. The rules, the, the rules that are suggested and are going to be voted on, quick, hurry, next week, the federal government has a roving mandate to micromanage nearly every aspect of how the Internet functions, from how Internet service providers allocate capital where they build, to the services that consumers can purchase, from the profits that ISPs can realize, and how they market and advertise services to the discounts and promotions that consumers can receive. If passed, the FCC will be empowered for the first time to regulate every ISP's service termination terms, use of customer credit, account history, 
credit checks, account termination, among other items. He said, this plan reads like a document drawn up in the faculty lounge of a university's Soviet studies department. It it includes plans to empower the FCC to regulate every single uh, aspect of the Internet for the first time ever. You have... uh... Dude. (laughs) Okay. So tell me, all you computer nerds that are listening to us right now, tell me, where does this make you feel safe? This was, this was in Biden's AI policy that he just signed. It's already law. We're fucked. This is the type of control the FCC is about to have over every single one of you. If you connect to the internet through a private ISP server, which every single one of you do, because you all pull an IP fee, IPv4 router number. Every single one of you do. Now the FCC is going to be able to control your router and everything you do on the internet. They have been looking to do this for a fucking hot minute and they slipped it through the back door. And because we have such a piece of shit bunch of Republicans with not a nary a fucking hair on any single one of their sacks. This is what we here in America have to look forward to. The land of freedom, remember, and the home of the brave. An FCC policy advisor who has just read the plan He said, quote, to call it extreme or radical doesn't do this proposal justice. Phil Kirpin has just come out and said Biden is turning digital discrimination into a pretext for regulating everything for equity. This is so far reaching. That it will mean Even the blaze, because we are on the backbone of the Internet, we can be completely separate, everything. But because we're on the backbone of the Internet, we will now have to comply by government FCC regulations. I have done broadcast under FCC regulations For 48 years, I know what FCC regulations are like. I also started before Reagan, I think it was before Reagan, uh, deregulated the uh, radio waves and television waves. I will tell you that um, those regulations today would put this show out of business. I could not do what I do today if they just went back to the regulations that were in the FCC back in the 40s and 60s and 80s. I'll have more on this. This just came to my attention. I'll have more on this, but this is a very big deal. 
apparently the guy that read the bill that from his show when i was reading it we got to the same point and i was like are that means we would not be here anymore oh, there, yeah. we have never ever complied with the fcc yeah because no. i say fuck way too much i use that's it like literally happen literal commas all right that's not happening nor will i nor will i ever subject myself or you all to the fcc i wouldn't do a show if the fcc controlled the internet we would be fucked because there's no way there's I, ham radio i guess that would be the only way i could do it but even there i gotta get a fucking fcc compliance fucking sticker and a fucking license to be a, a radio a shortwave radio operator that's some bullshit well and if you think it's not already happening Oh, oh no, I know it's happening. It is all over America. And it it's is. happening again and again. It already happened once at these people's house. This is this the second time after they doxed them the first time. So she said, I've been debating on whether to share about this or not, but because they showed up to my house unannounced again today, I decided to go ahead and let y'all know. The FBI showed up to my door unannounced on October 17th. I was not home and I won't share the whole video for the sake of protecting others in my home. They called me later in the day and wanted to arrange a meeting in private at their local office. They wanted to speak to me about certain stories I've reported on with special interest regarding anything war or border related. And the only conclusion I can come to is that they would like access to my sources. They also told me they were uncomfortable speaking about these topics on the phone. I did not meet with them. I do not and will not share sources, especially when they have requested to remain anonymous, such as the right of a journalist in the United States of America. I understand that the FBI has a few, quote, good guys spread throughout the agency. However, it's impossible to know who is good and who is corrupt. The FBI is corrupted beyond repair and you will never see me cooperate with them. Right now, they're acting like a desperate guy who got turned down and is now turned stalker. If the FBI is reading this, kindly stick it. Hear that FBI, well, Bob? Well done, ma'am. Here you go. My name is Special Agent Grant Mason. I'm with the uh, FBI office here in Tyler, Texas. Anyway, you get the picture. Yeah. And look, they just called her over and over and over yep. and over again. Yeah. Nope. We know who FBI Bob is, you dumbasses. You show up on our phones as FBI Dallas or FBI Texas or FBI Georgia or you, you, you fucking morons. What, you, you think you're slick? That's not slick, stupid. What? 
you all think you can do what you're doing. And you think the U.S. people, we're, we're going to sit by idly and trust you. Every No, you, you're going to start to find out that in more and more neighborhoods around America, you're not welcome anymore. I tell you what, FBI agents are going to go back to the way it used to be. You buried them in shit and you fed them every once in a while and you let them see some sunlight. But you kept them in the dark as best you could. Because you know what? Police agencies are not going to work with you if you're going after their people. Look, sheriffs depend on it. If y'all think I'm wrong, sheriffs depend on it because we vote them into office. And if those motherfuckers want to get elected, we're the motherfuckers that put them there. Yep. And, you know, it's funny because they keep saying that Biden's been running the FBI, but now it's starting to look like the FBI has been running Biden. No, I don't think the FBI has been running Biden. And I don't think Biden's been running the FBI. I think the one true person who is still in control of our government, Barack Hussein Obama, has been running the FBI and Joe Biden Parents and everything else that's been going on. That's why he only moved right down the street from the White House. Well, we know that. But it's starting to come out. All of this is starting to come out. This is all Barry Satoro. Think about it. If you put Barack Obama instead of Joe Biden in everything that Maria is about to say, you'd be in the same boat. I am looking at a letter that your colleague, uh, Senator Chuck Grassley, sent uh, to uh, Merrick Garland and Christopher Wray asking the same questions. He requested information about the FBI and DOJ uh, and uh, the legally protected whistleblower disclosures that informed his office of political bias. What happened? Well, first of all, this this letter, this whistleblower that came to Senator Grassley's office is not getting the attention it deserves. Uh, basically, what it reveals is there were 40 confidential human sources that the FBI had that had derogatory information on the Bidens. And basically, the FBI shut them all down. They, they had a the Foreign Influence Task Force. Uh, my staff calls that the, the unit that was there to catch and kill derogatory information. They'd find out where an FBI office had this. They would swoop in there, and then they'd label it uh, Russian disinformation. Uh, so... Now, this is a massive, massive scandal from my standpoint, and as serious as the corruption of the Biden crime family is, and as, as appreciative I am of uh, Chairman Jordan and Comer in terms of their ongoing investigation, filling the piece of the puzzle, uh, I think what's an even greater scandal is the corruption within federal law enforcement, the Department of Justice, our intel community. This needs to be fully exposed, and right now it's being pretty well hidden. I, I asked Christopher Ray. Whether he had read, I just assumed you you obviously uh, have seen and read the, the letter that Chairman Grassley sent you. And he said, well, I'm generally aware of it. And I said, oh, you ought to read that thing. I mean, that's just how oblivious he is to what's happening. Uh, at least he appears to be oblivious to what's happening uh, underneath him in the FBI. Of course, the other scandal here is the corrupt and complicit media that covers up everything you know, as it relates to corruption of Democrats and the Bidens. And so if, if you really trace this back, you know, you back, go back to the exoneration of Hillary Clinton, you see the corruption of the Crossfire Hurricane exam uh, investigation. You, you see the coordination of the first Trump impeachment where you had whistleblowers working with Adam Schiff. You follow that through to the obstruction of 
uh, our investigation into Hunter Biden by the FBI, by the intelligence community. You take a look at the intelligence community uh, writing that letter with 51 former members uh, saying that the laptop was Russian information operation. Again, this is massive corruption. This is massive coordination. We had Democrat senators who were obstructing uh, our investigation, claiming that Senator Grassley and I were soliciting and disseminating Russian disinformation. This didn't just happen. This had to be coordinated. This needs to be fully investigated. We, we need something like a church commission to get to the bottom of this. But again, the media is not going to look into this. If we had an unbiased media, you wouldn't have this corruption in federal agencies. But we have a highly partisan media, and it's going to be a real problem getting to the bottom of all this. No, it's not. It's not going to be a problem. Stop being a pussy and do your job. Look, folks, one of the other things, don't fall in love with politicians, fall in love with the results. Yes, fall in love with the results, but force politicians to do their job. The biggest part that we can do, I, I, I know a lot of you are a lot like my mother-in-law. And I love my mother-in-law to death. Understand I would die for her. I would kill for her. If she told me that somebody had to disappear, they would disappear in great haste. Long story short. Can't wait to see where this one goes. The other day, I was sitting here in my house, and we were having a conversation about our ongoing legal troubles that I just found out that I'm not going to be in court for. <laughs> I'm going to try and change that court date. You might need to, because I'm not going to be around for it. Um, and I really kind of want to be there for that. But anyway, uh, and this takes great precedence because I have a number of freezers I have to fill with lots of meat and I have to go do this. And this is the one time they have the ability to go do this. And I want to go do this with them because I have it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's good camaraderie. Tell them that and I got, get to hear all sorts you of got cool called up to Fort Bragg to consult with fucking badass stories. The, your special forces team for a week and they need to change the court date. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Anyway, so long story short, this when when you look at all of this, right? And you, you take all of this into account. If you're voting, and I don't know if anybody here is voting, so mm. that's a rare thing in this crowd. I know that. It used to be. You get it? You mm -hmm. see where I'm going with it? It's all about, like, back in the day, it was never like this. Never. I don't, I don't remember a time my mom and dad didn't vote. Mm -hmm. Do you all? I remember plenty of times when my mom didn't vote. Okay. I'm just wondering because I, I'm trying to remember. Or she might have gone, but she didn't. She never made a deal. I don't think she did actually, though, because she worked in the city all the time. She left She left the house at 6 o'clock in the morning. She'd get home until 8 o'clock at night. When was she going to go vote? Well, this is my point. This is where we're at. We, we're at that point where our parents didn't do shit they were supposed to. They didn't stand up and say no. Now we have to be just as loud as they were and as loud as we are because we can't let this stand anymore. This cannot be the course our country is on because if this is the course that we're on, this is bad, really bad on, on more than one level that you can understand. Militarily, we're bad. 
everything else we're bad governmentally oh, we're bad we're entirely fucked financially Look, we're fucked this right here is the proof of how fucked we are just listen this is this is great then fetterman says this the joke the joke is on you i had a stroke i can't fully understand what you're saying the man is eventually escorted out by police as he tells the senator to go home another protester speaks hmm. Fetterman literally was like, the joke's on you. I don't even know what you're saying. I don't even understand you because I had a stroke. You're a fucking senator. How can you do your job? You can't even understand what people are heckling you at a town hall. Just saying. Wondering. The joke's on you because you're a fucking joke. Jesus. The joke is you are a joke. It's my belief. And then, oh yeah, this is great. Hey, did you all hear about this today? Uh, so everybody came to the defense of Rashida Tlaib today. Everybody did. Uh, we got all of them. I being censured. I sought out to get every single one of them because remember when Matt Gates and uh, what's her nuts? Uh, MTG. Yeah, MTG was getting censured. Mm -hmm. This was the opposite. Just listen to this argument, but remember what happened to MTG and Matt Gates, and, and you'll understand. John and OKC, check your DMs and Foxhole if you haven't already. Of uh, a lack of care and a lack of understanding and a lack of seeing the humanity of folks who look like Rashida Tlaib. It's outrageous that my colleagues are blatantly, blatantly attempting to silence the only Palestinian American representative right here. Um, it's outrageous, but it's not surprising. And let me tell you, it's not surprising because this place is where 1,700 members of Congress, this elected body, enslaved Black people. It's not surprising because they thought it was right. It's not surprising because this is a place where members continue to claim that the insurrection on the Capitol just appeared to look like a normal tourist visit. It's not surprising because this is the place where our black and brown staff members repeatedly speak of experiencing racism and sexism, Islamophobia, get pushed off of elevators, xenophobia and more right here in this workplace. This is the place. And let me say this. She mourns for the 1400. The, the she mourns for the 10,000 and she will not stop. No more. Expired. No more. Cease fire now. And she takes the, the death threat that you all send that. that they the gentlelady is no longer speaker. recognized. The gentleman from Maryland. The desire to save lives is greater. Gentle, gentleman from Maryland is recognized. That's okay. what I said. Wow. We'll reserve. That's the gentleman from Maryland reserves. The gentleman from Georgia is recognized. Fucking mature. Wow. Very mature. I'm, I, I I'm wonder, impressed. I wonder if um, I, I'm impressed. I wonder if she'd heard about this when she went on that. Well, actually, I was kind of holding off on that. Just can you give me another mm, about 12 more hours on that one? Let's not talk about that one just yet. I mm. want to take me and drink water on that one one more time. No, 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 no. There's some uh, there's other things that I told you these look, folks. You guys heard about this guy that got hit in the head with a fucking uh, megaphone. Megaphone. Look at a rally, folks. Stop. 
Everybody take a knee and drink water on this. A Jewish this guy got hit. Don't. An old Jewish guy got hit in the head with a megaphone at a pro-Palestinian rally, and the media spinning it as he like like let, it was an let, accident. Let this happen, please. And please. They've already called it a homicide, and they're big bits of yes, drumming up all yes, kinds of shit about yes. it. Yes, no, 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 no. There's a lot of shit coming out. Please, please. Okay, understand this gentleman has been jabbed like about. 12 times um, before we even get going any further. Okay. So understand when this comes out in a court of law, understand under a court of law, somebody's going to have to testify about the fact that what really killed this gentleman was actually the jab and not mm, no the lady. Gonna, no one hit her in the head. To that. Oh, oh, just wait. There's no way that they're going to be able to deny this one. So just, just let this we'll one see. go. We'll just, I, I've been telling you, Everybody take a break, take a knee on this one. I, I haven't talked about it for this, not not for that specific reason. I didn't find out about that specific reason until a little bit earlier today. But long story short, it, we might want to just be quiet about this one and just let it run its course because we're going to find out a whole bunch of shit that y'all are going to be really happy about. We'll see. Well, here's Ilan Omar then. Carrying on about herself. This mm -hmm. is awesome. What is true here is that every single one of them has not acknowledged the fact that Palestinians are dying in the tens of thousands, but will continue to say it is us who are not acknowledging humanity. Rashida will stand strong ladies, and time the has expired. movement will continue for liberation until every single ladies, Palestinian has the right G to gentleman from Maryland liberty. is recognized. Okay. Sure. Um I'm 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 sorry. I I've seen the videos on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck you call it now. When when you pull over a blue car and you shoot mom and dad in the front seat, yet you miss the five year old and the infant that covered up with the blanket in the back seat. Because you're stupid and the cop finds him later on and escorts him to safety. No, at that point, no, I'm sorry. You're not a Palestinian. You're not even a human anymore. You're not even a person in my book. They were unarmed. They didn't do anything to you. They didn't even try to run the car at you. Fuck you. Look, you're going to hear it now and I don't give a fuck what happens. These fucking people are savages. There is a reason why we called them savages. We watched what they did to their women. We watched what they did to their children. Look, folks, there's a lot of shit that the vets, especially the Afghan vets, you want to talk about some fucked up shit? Ask an Afghan vet about some of the shit he saw over there that he could not get involved in. Ladies and gentlemen, I have watched a woman get stoned to death in my presence. And I could do nothing about it. And every urge, every instinct in my body told me to stop. You want to know about it? I'll tell you about it. Let me tell you about Sharia law for a second. Let's have an educational lesson on Sharia law. They buried this woman in the ground to her neck. Where she had no hands, no arms, no nothing that could defend her.
And then they threw stones at her skull until her skull popped open like a fucking grape. Her brains poured out around her open skull. Let me tell you about Sharia law because it's so just. It's so, you want to know what the offense this woman did? Her burqa was not secured in her face in the market, which means you could see her chin. That's what this woman did. And I couldn't step in and kill every single motherfucker that was throwing a rock because the only thing I could think was, man, I don't throw stones at glass houses because I live in one. Because I live by the teachings of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said, for every eye, there's another one. Yes, there is. Which means I can take yours just like you took mine. Those people will be judged. And it wasn't your place to judge them. Folks, I, I, I can tell you, this shit is not pretty. What's in our country right now, just in the U.S. And it might, okay, you want to call it fear porn? Fine. Call it fucking fear porn then. What's in our country right now that's come across our southern border in the last six months has not been Mexicans. They've all been trained. I guarantee trained Muslim Jihadists, I guarantee. I have videos for days of people playing shit where they're speaking Nigerian to the cameras. You tell me I'm wrong. Go for it. Show me. I've got my beer. I'll wait. Show me I'm wrong. Well, you know, we... We've been saying we need to stay out. We've been saying we need to stay out of this, but... We need to stay the fuck out of this. It's not going to happen. They're not going to let us. They're not going to let us. On, on the um, proxy attacks on U.S. troops, it, we're now up to um, 40 since October 17, with 46 service members being injured or uh, reporting traumatic brain injuries. Does the president think that uh, the action that was taken a couple weeks ago to push back on this was enough? The president felt like those were two legitimate targets directly tied to the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps that supports these militia groups. Uh, and they were ammo weapons facilities, certainly legitimate targets that, uh, that, uh, that we believe not only had a practical effect on limiting some of their capability, uh, but sent a strong signal of how seriously we're going to look after our troops and facilities if and when uh, we decide to respond Again, in the future, we'll do it at a time and in a manner of our choosing. We will absolutely take the action that we need to take. The president, as commander in chief, will order that action to protect our troops and facilities as he sees fit. So this is it's funny. Because after that incident, right, the one that we witnessed, this was early on in the war. This is when Sharia law was everywhere in Afghanistan. And uh, after that, it got better. It was funny because the major that I worked for, the fourth time I was there, he had the same power as a colonel, which in that battle space, if you're aware, 
if you have that type of power, you're you're coming from your. That means you have a JSOC represent. Yeah, we did. We had many. Long story short, um, we were at another one, and I, I tell you this because this is important. Don't just ask the special operations guys. Ask the infantry guys and the guys that were on the ground in Afghanistan because they saw some fucked up shit. We were at a meeting and we were talking to the guys on the ground. They're just regular dudes, just everybody else. They were in uniform. They were, they had American flags on them. So we went and talked to them and we hadn't talked to our own in a while. So it was kind of cool to sit down and talk to some Americans and have a conversation, eat chow with them and share bullshit stories and whatnot. And uh, it was kind of cool to do that. And we were kind of hanging out and they were telling us this story about, this dude, this kid, he had uh, apparently fucked this girl. And it was bad. It was like a tribal chief's. And they, they saw this happen in front of them. Oops. This is Sharia law. I This is why I want to make this aware to you. I want you to know what Sharia law is. This is what they think about Sharia law. Okay. They tied this kid's ankles up to two steers. <clears throat> and then they slapped the steers in the ass with uh, pronged belts. Do you know what happened to that child? Anybody. I would these kids got pulled apart. These kids that we were talking to them, they have to deal with this for the rest of their life. They witnessed this. They could not do anything about it. They were absolutely forbidden to get involved. But they watched this happen to this poor kid. That's Sharia law. So you're aware. This is what these pro-Hamas dumbass motherfuckers that are out there running their fucking necks about, oh, I'm for Palestine. Yeah, this is what you're for. And they take fags. Oh, by the way, just so you're aware, we, we I did witness this too. They were up three stories. I was on the ground. I was getting out of a vehicle with my boss. And a body hit the ground right in front of me. Okay. So you go ahead and tell me. And then when I asked what this guy did to get thrown off of a three-story building head first with his hands and his feet duct taped behind him. Oh, he's gay. Okay. <laughs> you, you go ahead and say that Sharia law is good. Yeah, that was a fun one. We didn't stick around very long. Just to let you all know, because we kind of did him out because we were like, yeah, this isn't going to go over well. So you can tell me all you want about Sharia law and how great it is for the nation of Islam. We are not the nation of Islam. We are the United States of America. Until you fuck sticks figure that out, the more of us old people are going to get fucking pissed and we're going to fucking come curb stomp your fucking skulls in the ground. So y'all better wake the fuck up and realize what the fuck we're telling you, you fucking dumbass, stupid fucking college kids.
reach down, realize you either got a pair or you don't. Guess what? It decides if you're a male or a female. Now you know who you are. Stop being a bunch of pussies and listen to what we're saying. We're not retarded. This is a fucking simple, we can fix this. We can. But it requires us to stand up. That's the problem. Yep. That's it. Till then. We got to get out of here. We do. I was trying to play the new ad that Liana made for us, but it's not working. Anyway. Damn it, Jim. I know. I. You know what? You're fucking dead to me. I will fucking... Don't you dare backtalk me, son. I will fucking kill you. Are you talking to random voices in your head again? Yes. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> no, I was trying to believe that there was somebody back there. There's nobody back there. There's no one There's back there. like a bunch of shit back there. There is. There's a bed back there. Mm-hmm. Lana slept on it once. Yep. Um, hi, Lana. No, you're not there. But anyway, until <sighs> then, she'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock uh, for the good book. Yep. Um, you check out the lovely Elena 905. Hopefully, if she has power back, she does. She got power back uh, like just before our show started. They tell you why it was out something down the street or something. Somebody ran into a telephone pole drunk with a fucking golf cart because you live in one of those really high, high pricey, highfalutin, tootin communities with a gate out in front. I'm just saying, Seamus already had his dinner. <laughs> Anyway, okay. uh, you can check out um, Vince tomorrow. Yep, eleven thirty for 1130, the morning coffee. Morning coffee, or you check us out tomorrow night. You got it. Five forty-five for the pre-show, six p.m. for the regular show. Until uh, then, mm-hmm. um, we we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Yep, because dinner's about ready. Um, peace, folks. Mm-hmm. Have a great night. Try to if you can. I know we didn't end on a good note, but. Fuck these pricks. I'm I just mean, letting you know. This is what we have to look forward to. So this continues. We're screwed. Just letting you know. Have a great night, though. Try to. Peace. I'll see you all in the morning. Have a great day. Thanks for watching. See. Okay. For VLAN. And the Mick. Have a great night. Good night, y'all. <laughs> Bye.